Welcome back to the All In Podcast. Pastor Tim Aiken here, pastor at First Baptist Church, Douglasville, joined yes, by uh, Pastor Eli Bird, pastor of, uh, associate pastor of discipleship here mm-hmm. at our church, regular guest on the podcast. Yep, yep. Hasn't been here for uh, a few weeks, but so glad that he is back. And so essentially, uh, again, just to update you guys, what our theme is this year is going all in, all in with Jesus, mm-hmm. with his church, with his mission. So we're trying to unpack what that looks like on Sunday morning through mm-hmm. our preaching, uh, Sunday morning services and things of that nature. And then on Wednesday night, we're taking that and going deeper through the podcast. Yep. And so we've already talked this year about going all in financially with the Lord, going all in theologically. Now we're talking about what does it look like to go all in relationally. So this past Sunday, Pastor Eli did an incredible job preaching on friendship. So what does it look like ultimately to be a good friend? Mm-hmm. He looked at a passage of Scripture from the Old Testament, 1 Samuel chapter 18. It's a story of two well-known guys in the Old Testament. One is King David, mm-hmm. the one that killed uh, Goliath. So this is early on, right after he kills Goliath, uh, he forms a very deep bond and mm-hmm. friendship with a guy named mm-hmm. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Jonathan came from royalty. He was King Saul's son, an uh, incredible uh, warrior in his own right. But because of their love and faith in God, they built this mutual love for one another. Yes. And Pastor Eli did a masterful job of taking that story and essentially showing us how uh, Jesus Christ is truly the ultimate fulfillment of the friend that lays down his life, the friend that commits to us, the friend that cares for our needs and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And so we're going to go even deeper tonight on yeah. friendship. And so I want to start, uh, Pastor Eli, you made a statement at the beginning of your sermon on Sunday, mm-hmm. and you said, everybody wants a friend. I think that's a true statement. Yeah. Explain to us why that's a true statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the reasons why I stated that, and I, I didn't have time to really go into all of it there mm-hmm. Sunday morning, but man, if we look at how God has made us, right, in Genesis the Lord says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And so one of the things that many theologians get to going on about that as we look at what that means, what does it mean to be made in the likeness of God or in his image, we come down to relationships, right? And so when we think about who God is, the Trinity, triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit in relationship. And then he says, I want to make man and woman in my image and after my likeness, man, we get this yeah. desire to be in relationship with each other. And so, um, man, we also want people that are there for us. Mm-hmm. We want people that have our back. We want people that are going to accept us for who we are, but also push us to be better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's everybody. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's one of the reasons why I mentioned man, everybody yeah. desire at least one. Yeah. If I could just have one person on my no. side, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. No, very good. So it gets back to our theology. So even mm-hmm. this series on relationships mm-hmm. finds its its foundation in good theology. Uh, we both have had a professor uh, named Dr. John Hammett, and Dr. Hammett has written exclusively or ex- uh, extensively on the church, but also on the doctrine of humanity. Yeah. And when it comes to being made in the image of God, he said uh, that what makes us most like God Mm. is our capacity for relationship. Mm. I I agree with him. And so you see this capacity to have a relationship relationship with God, a relationship to ourself, a relationship to others, and even a relationship Mm. to the world. And so we are created for relationship. Part of relationship is friendship. So we all desire relationship. Therefore, we all desire 
good friends to be uh, around us. So, okay, so let's move to kind of the next question. So if we all desire to have good friends, we do understand that we live in a fallen world. We live in a world impacted by sin. Mm -hmm. So as a result of that, there are some obstacles to having good friends. There's some obstacles to being a good friend. So what are Mm -hmm. some of the obstacles that we face when it comes to this topic of friendship? Mm, Man, there's a a gang of them. First and foremost, we got to say sin. Okay. It's not that we have to say it, like it's the reality, yep. right? If, if sin was not prevalent in our lives, it wasn't a part of our nature, we would be able to go through this. I mean, no Adam and Eve had no issue in the garden until sin, <laughs> right? Sin. right? That's right. So exactly. marriage problems come from sin. Yes, yeah. Every, everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 So with that being mm-hmm. the case, some, some kind of like practical or straightforward things, life gets busy, yeah. right? Or, or we choose to be busy for one reason or another. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to really spend time with somebody else. Relationship doesn't happen on a social media platform. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you got to spend time with people. You got to get to know people. Mm. You got to open up to people to be able to be a good friend, but mm. also have good friends. And all of those things, if you think about the opposite, right? Spending time with somebody. Well, I'm going to be too busy, so I, I can't spend time with you. Yeah. Or, uh, man, I'm going to be private, so I'm not going to op- open up to you. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things to, to being a good friend is to have trust. And if, if I'm not opening up to you, like you don't know who I am, yeah. you don't know what's going on, man, it's going to be very difficult for that relationship to take place uh, as well. Man, we also got the man pridefulness, which we could say, you know, us being private is because mm-hmm. of our pride. Um, man, the pride of or, or, or of being found out, right? Like, man, I, I don't want to share this with you because- right. I actually got a good image of my, right, right. or I think I have a good image of myself and, yep. and I don't want that to be marred, if you will. Uh, and, and so, you know, those are some of the things, but then being intentional or prioritizing friendships, right? Like we can prevent these things from taking place because of all this stuff that's, that's going on. And I'm not saying that all that stuff is bad necessarily, right? We both have a, lo- a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. We're both married. Yeah. Uh, we're both in full-time ministry. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Right. And so it makes it difficult to say, man, I got to, like something has to give right. in order for me to spend time with this person, yeah. right? And so um, there's a lot of things that that come up in the way that prevent us from being good friends. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later as to how we can sure. remedy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you hit, you hit one piece that I think uh, is incredibly helpful and important. You talked about trust. Mm. And I would say the key to any healthy relationship, whether it's a marriage relationship, relationship with your children, children to parents, relationships with friends, mm-hmm. co-workers, a boss, I think the number one key to any healthy relationship is trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your relationship is only as healthy. Your relationship is only as strong is as the trust that you have for that person. If I don't trust Eli, yeah. our relationship's only going to be mm-hmm. that healthy and that deep because I don't right. trust you. So I'm not going right. to open up to you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to open up to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to share with you my struggles. I'm mm-hmm. not going to confide in you. Yep. Uh, and the more we trust somebody, gets to kind of another piece. The more we trust somebody, the more we are willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with that person mm-hmm. we don't like to be vulnerable especially as americans we don't like to be vulnerable yeah uh men don't yeah. like to be vulnerable but the truth is the more vulnerable you can be the more you trust somebody the more healthy your relationship is mm-hmm. if you don't trust your spouse and you can't mm. be vulnerable with your spouse your relationship is only gonna go yeah. so deep it's true yeah. of any Friendship that you have, vulnerability and trust are are vital. So I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Those are barriers mm-hmm. that we have to overcome yeah. in order to have uh, good relationships. So that means 
if you want to be a good friend, you've got to be able to keep confidence. You've got to be able to keep secrets. You got to be mm -hmm. someone they can trust. You got to mm -hmm. be someone that's going to speak mm -hmm. the truth in yep. a loving way, but also in a in a direct way. Yep. And you've got to be that kind of friend. Yep. Uh, so I think trust, you hit it. Yeah. Uh, man, very, very important. All right, moving on, You speaking of trust, so you talked about on Sunday really, really well. Essentially, your whole point of the sermon was uh, you want to be a good friend, then look to Jesus. Mm -hmm. All right, so if you want to be mm -hmm. a good friend, look to the one that truly laid down his life for us. Ultimately, that's found in, in Christ. So unpack for us just even more. You did it great on Sunday, but even a little bit more. Unpack for us how is it that Jesus is the perfect friend. He's the image that we are to try to attain. Yeah, yeah, So talking about that image language, it, the Bible says that he is the image of the invisible God. So while while we were made in God's image, Jesus is that image, mm. right? So that that's one thing. We could talk about that in a whole nother time. Yes, we could. Uh, <laughs> but um, with that being the case, he is the perfection of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at being a specific kind of person, a biblical person, a, 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 a full human being, the best thing we could do is look to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to this friendship topic, I mentioned this uh, in the in the sermon, but it really is like Jesus has done things for us that no other person can do. Mm -hmm. Jesus has done things like when we think about being friends that like even your friends don't do, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I had talked about this reality of there's some commonality. Right. You like sports. I like sports. Yeah. We find that out once we spend time together. And yeah. it's like, oh, oh word. Like, OK, yeah. bro. Like you like the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't. I like the Jags. But hey, <laughs> we, we both struggling. Right. Yeah. So we got some commonality. <laughs> well, Jesus looked at humanity and said, I want to identify. So I'm going to become like them. Yeah. Right. And so he emptied himself by taking on the likeness of a man. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in first John right now studying and I just can't get over I can't get over, and I said this in the sermon, but I just can't get over the fact that Jesus, uh, uh, John says, if you confess your sin, then Jesus is faithful to forgive you of mm. your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Mm. Then he goes on further, a few verses later, in chapter 2, verse 1, he says, I, I don't want you to sin. I don't want you to sin. But if you do, you have an advocate mm. before the Father for you mm. always. And as I think about that, Confess my sin, confess my sin, confess my sin. Jesus is to the Father, mm. the righteous judge, mm. saying, let me advocate for yeah. them. Yeah. Let me be before them on their behalf. Mm. Always. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, we don't get that always no, no. from people. Yeah. We don't get that from ourselves. Mm -hmm. But Jesus says, when you confess your sin, like, I'm going to advocate for you. Yeah. And and that's that's one aspect. I mean, the, the text also says that he is the propitiation mm. for us. And it's a big Christian mm. theological word. But the reality is he is the one who took the price. Yep. He paid the price. There's, yep. there's wrath that is yep. here for you. Mm -hmm. And to appease that wrath, Jesus said, I'm going to I'm going to die yep. for y'all. Yep. Not just because you're my friends. Mm -hmm. You were enemies at the time, but I want you to be my friends. Yeah. I want to have genuine fellowship for you. So I'm laying my life down for you. Yeah. And I, I don't, I just don't get that from yeah. everybody, you know? Um, and so, man, at least, at least one. And praise God, it's Jesus. Right? <laughs> uh, but, man, when we look to that, right, when we consider how much we've sinned and how much Jesus is constantly advocating for us now when we have a friend that comes to us and confesses 
instead of being like, man, you done jacked up. I'm done with you, bro. Like you need to, you need to chill. Right. Mm -hmm. There is some aspect of, man, Jesus is at the, at the right hand of the father. Cause I'm a sin after you told me about your sin Mm -hmm. and Jesus is going to advocate for me. Like, how can I not advocate for my friend? You know, um, it's crazy. It, John says, I don't want you to sin, but if you do, right, yeah. here's the situation. Um, so I'm not advocating for sin. I'm not advocating for, for friends to just say, hey, man, I accept you how you are. He forgives you. He's faithful to forgive you, but he's also going to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So yeah. there's this justice and righteousness about yeah. Jesus, and he holds them both perfectly well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. Yeah. It, he, mm, yeah. yeah. And one piece you were hitting on, you hit on Sunday too. It's this idea that we get from Philippians chapter 2, and it's this idea yeah. that Jesus emptied himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you talked about First Samuel chapter 18, Jonathan takes off the royal mm-hmm. robe. He's the son of the king. He takes yeah. off this royal garment, yeah. and he clothes David in it so that David has the royalty that Jonathan has. Jonathan gives it to him. Well, in the same way, the Bible says that Jesus strips himself. You hit it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Strips himself of his own righteousness, right, becomes sin, and we get this great exchange. Mm. He takes on our sin, and he clothes us Mm. in his righteousness. And so he becomes like us. And and also, I love what you said uh, on Sunday, that, you know, part of being a friend is this this idea of a mutual interest. Mm -hmm. Well, it's Mm -hmm. not like Jesus, you know, had the same interest that we had. He made himself have the same interest. He made himself just like us. And so just... Just some incredible things there that Jesus does to ultimately be uh, the perfect friend for yeah. us. So, okay. So, if we as Christians are to imitate Christ, which would be like Jesus, and if Jesus is the perfect friend, so let's talk through what are some practical, simple, tangible mm-hmm. ways to be a good friend. And again, this is so significant because so often we think, oh, you know what? My teenager needs really good friends. Uh, my little kid needs mm. r- really good friends. No, as an adult, Mm -hmm. grown man, grown woman, no matter how old you are, you need good friends. I think that's one thing actually COVID-19 showed everybody. None of us liked living in isolation. None of us liked living in quarantine. None of us liked having to be shelter in place. We Mm -hmm. all were, we we were all kind of dying on the vine out there and we were desperate for that relationship. And so we need to strive to be good friends. So what are some practical ways we can do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, man, we can, we can make the time, Mm -hmm. right? As you go through planning your schedule, man, make time in your schedule to spend time with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you make the time to see that take place, uh, which is we're talking about intentionality, right? Uh, but when you make the time to uh, have people over for a meal or go to meet somebody where they are, go to a coffee shop, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, man, be inviting, right? Like one of the things I love about improv is <laughs> When you do improv, you have to have open-ended questions, mm. not closed-ended. Meaning, uh, like if I said, hey, Pastor Tim, how are you doing today? That's a closed question. He could say, I'm good or I'm bad. <laughs> I want more, right? Yeah. So so I would ask, man, what was it about today that made today so great for you? No. Right? Now that gives him opportunity to, to speak. But there's this invitation, mm. right? So don't, don't close yourself off, right? Sometimes we do this with our body language. No. Here, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick. Uh, you know, we we look at people all mean and stuff, yeah. and it's like, man, be, just be inviting. Yeah, smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, ask people how they're doing and mean it, right? Uh, and, and don't don't say bless your heart. I, I found out that's, that's just not good. <laughs> I also found out if you say, man, she's so pretty, that doesn't mean a good thing either. All right, let, me, um, let me. So real fast, my wife and I always talk about this all the time. Being a good friend, being about bounce the ball back. What I mean by that yeah. is. 
don't be one of those people where they got to ask you questions all the time and you never bounce it back. Okay. So mm-hmm. if I ask you a question, it's kind of normal to ask me some questions in return. Yeah. But the more I, I'm around people, I realize they just don't even know how to bounce the ball back and forth. They don't know how yeah. to ask questions. They don't know how to be interested. Like they don't know, actually know how to learn about you. Yeah. Part of being a good friend is be a good listener. Mm-hmm. Ask lots of questions Man, about good. them yep. and, and, uh, and, and let them, let them, Speak back, and and that's bouncing the ball back. Mm. I call that man being a good listener. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when people are talking to you about themselves, sit there and listen, and don't jump to oh I got to say something about this immediately. Right? Just man, take some time to listen. And honestly, as you do that, later on, it might be a week, it might be the next day, something may came up, come up, and yeah. you say oh yeah no I remember this about you, yeah. and I'm oh man, what that does yeah. for people. Yeah. Major. It's insane. Major. So, uh, yeah. One, one, on that one, and I, this is not to brag, I promise. Uh, I have a decent memory of names and stuff. Yes. So yes. so I'll see people. Uh, I saw uh, somebody at Easter. I hadn't seen them in a year. And I remember their name and how I met them. And they were like, what in the world? And I, I don't want to be sarcastic, but I'm like, well, when you told me your name, like I was genuinely interested. Like yeah. I actually cared about what you were saying yeah, and so i committed yeah. it to memory yeah. i don't have memory tricks i don't have some like incredible brain <laughs> to help i genuinely care i need to work on that so <laughs> so i remember it and you're right when people when you remember somebody's name mm. in a detail and they go oh my gosh you remember that thank mm-hmm. you me it just melts their heart yeah. and that's an easy way to be a good yeah. Big yeah. So we've been we've been kind of talking on some initial things when it comes to being a friend, but then there's some some things that take place as you begin mm. to open up more and more, right? Uh people will begin to share more of the burdens that they have, right? Uh good friends know how to carry that burden with them, mm. right? So um in that Philippians 2 passage, it says that uh you know, consider others more important mm. than yourself. Which, which really comes down to you, you, you see their value and worth mm. as more than yours. Mm. Like, that's huge. <laughs> and so when Jesus emptied himself and he took on our likeness, he was saying, I see your value as more than mine. I will go to the cross and die for you because you are more valuable than myself. That, like, that's huge. And his attention changed from his own things to ours right so when it comes to bearing one another's burdens like man we got to be thinking about how much people are more valuable than ourselves not that we aren't valuable but when it comes to being a good friend man that's that's the posture that we take um as well holding friends accountable Mm. we we want to make sure we are like as christians we're holding people accountable to becoming more and more like jesus right it's not just for you to become the better version of you no i want you to become like jesus because that's God's will. And so holding brothers and sisters accountable to that. And the reality is we want that. We don't want to stay the same. Yeah. We want to get better. Um, and, and then as well, uh, we also want to make sure we are encouraging, right? Because yeah. you can get into this whole, man, I know all your junk. I know all your problems. <laughs> bro. you need to constantly work on this. It's like, I know them too. Yeah. Like, can you help me say something nice? Yeah. Encourage me a little bit. We got to meet with a friend today and uh, Pastor Tim encouraged him on a sermon that he heard. And he was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he loved it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just just a word of encouragement is, is, is awesome, right? And so these are a few things mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to being a good friend, right? Uh, be inviting, make the time, uh, which talks to intentionality. Be a good listener. Bounce the ball back and forth. Uh, don't be closed off. Uh, but bear the burdens 
hold each other accountable mm. and be encouraging. Mm. I know I share a lot of stories about my kids. A lot of times they're negative stories. <laughs> about, I have a really sweet one. Uh, my daughter, Shiloh, every day my wife does her hair in a number of different ways. Sometimes it's a braid, pigtails, whatever. And uh, every time she gets her hair done, she'll come out in the morning. Levi, our oldest, uh, is always there a little bit later because middle school starts a little bit later. So he's always out in the living room and he just does a fantastic job every time she comes out he always compliments mm, her hair oh shiloh awesome. it looks so beautiful it looks so good so the other day she was in the bathroom and anna said hey shiloh how do you want your hair to be done today she said i don't know how do you think levi wants my hair to be done today oh, and you could just tell how much it meant to her mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. her older brother mm -hmm. was encouraging yeah. her how beautiful she she is words of encouragement man that we all you know, Ann and I were talking the other day about love, you know, uh, love languages. And, you know, we both kind of started thinking about it. everyone loves words of affirmation. Yeah, Everybody's right. love language is <laughs> say nice things to me. No one yeah. says, no, I don't want that love language. Right. Everybody says, say nice things yeah. to me. And so be be, a, be an encouraging an encouraging friend. Right, last thing, we'll end with this and we'll, we'll wrap. Um, so if everyone desires to have a friend, mm -hmm. If God's created us that way, God's made us that way. I, I think we all can look around, people in our own lives, neighborhoods, uh, co-workers, family members, people that you've known, people you go to school with. Uh, many people are broken. Many people are hurting, mm -hmm. and what they want is relationship. What they want is friendship. Mm -hmm. So how can being a good friend actually serve a missional purpose? How can it serve the purpose of actually caring forth and making disciples and leading people to faith in Jesus mm -hmm. by essentially being a good friend to them yeah man so great question um let's think about let's think about the gospel right uh, the good news of jesus christ came on our behalf um, and by the order of the father lived the perfect life that no human could live died on the cross died to death that we all should mm -hmm. have died uh was buried which means that, that that's evidence that he died but then he rose again three days later mm -hmm and was seen by many witnesses, which is evidence that he rose again, right? Well, when we talk about the gospel, we gotta understand that it's incarnational, mm. right? Like mm. Jesus's ministry, his mission was not, hey, let me just continue to send angels and send right. prophets, and I'm, I'm gonna be up here, and let me just send messengers. Mm. He said, no, I'm coming. Yep. Man, help is on the way, mm. my Lord. Mm. So with that, mm. Man, he lived amongst us, right? So then when it comes to being a good friend, he, he was even called a, a friend of sinners, right? But he was on a mission to seek and save those who were lost, but to love them genuinely, not as projects. Mm. He wanted to love them genuinely and, and loving them, man, he showed them his love, not just by words. Mm. So when we choose to be these type of people, people that make time, people that are intentional, people that choose to encourage, people that choose to hold others accountable, people that choose to bear the burdens, because we all have burdens, mm. man, we are being incarnational in our ministry, in our mission, the mission of God. Now, uh, a saying that's been said, I love this saying, people don't care what you know mm. until they know that you care, right? So when we, when we choose to do these things and people understand how much we care for them, and then they began to want to know, man, man, what is it about you? Yeah. Uh, what do you have to tell? And when mm. you say something, it carries weight. It's not like, man, I hear you saying this, but I only see you every so often, yeah. right? Or you're not even around. So mm. your words mean nothing to me. But if you are around and you're sitting there listening to them 
and you are caring about them and you are making time for them and then you say something it's like no what he has to say that mm. that, that matters yeah. right so uh man when it comes to fulfilling god's mission man to seek and save that which was lost uh being a good friend is necessary mm. like period like if we're not going to be our incarnational like this like what are we doing and and hear me clearly living this way is not the whole of sharing the gospel right, right? you yeah. you use words yep but sharing the gospel with words is not the whole thing. You got to live that thing out. Yeah. And this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus did it. He's been the example. He is the source. If you look to him and allow for yourself to be changed by that, man, we can we can be this mm. for the world. And the world wants it. The world oh, needs yeah. it. Those that are in the world talking about uh, non-save, but also people in the church that are saved mm. still need friends. So will we be godly yeah, friends? Yeah. You know? On that incarnational piece that he hit so well, God coming through Christ and rescuing us, there's a great song right now that I listen to, and it says, Jesus says, if I am lost, he will come to me. Mm. And, man, that's the idea, right? Yeah. you got these friends out there. They're not coming to church. They're not going to walk in the doors of our, of our, of our congregation, yeah. but you can go to them. You can go yeah. and rescue the perishing by going to them, being a good friend to them, and they're going to uh, then allow you to speak Mm -hmm. truth into their life and so being a good friend has a missional component we call it relational evangelism yeah. and, it, and it matters and uh, maybe more so now than ever uh mm. the, the the more people go to church less and less so I do pray this has been encouraging challenging helpful for you guys as we all think about how to be good friends to those within the church to those also outside of the church as well as we look to christ as the ultimate example of the perfect friend that laid down his life for us so look forward to seeing you guys next week this sunday we're going to be preaching on bitterness will be a heavy it's going to be good topic heavy heavy topic we'll unpack it a little bit yeah. more next week on the podcast as well but we pray y'all have a great week great night we'll see yes. y'all next week be blessed see y'all